Hello and welcome to episode nine of Simply Fitness and Nutrition with me, Mark. And in today's episode, I'm going to cover quite a big topic. It's going to be all around weight fluctuations. So hopefully I don't sound too nasally, just getting over a cold. Um, we are going to, first of all, let me talk about who this sort of episode is aimed at. So weight fluctuations obviously works in both ways. Weight goes up, weight goes down. I'm going to be looking and talking about mainly people that are currently dieting and trying to lose body weight, um, trying to lose body fat, should I say. And they're using scale weight as their main sort of indicator on progress. So it's going to really be aimed at you and sort of give you a little bit of a pep talk if you like and give you a bit more information around it as to why it might not be the best indicator but it's still a useful tool so let's get straight into it so first of all let's separate um our body is made up of obviously loads of different areas so i want to separate two sides so we have fat mass which is obviously body fat stored body fat and we have fat free mass now within fat free mass think of things such as muscle think of think of all our organs think of water bones all them sort of things they obviously all contribute to to your overall body weight now it's really important to separate them two things because obviously when we stand on a scale then things are not separated it's just a you just get in one figure and one result from that scale now obviously there is there is scales that give you i've got some scales that give you a breakdown of water and they give you a breakdown of muscle mass they're not that accurate um the way they work they work through um i think it's an electrical electrical is it impedance anyway sends an electrical current through your body and based on how quickly it, it, it's quicker to get through um, muscle than it is to get through fat. So that's how it will work out um, a rough percentage of muscle and fat. Um, but like I say, they're not that accurate. So don't worry too much. If, if you have got one of them scales, take it with a pinch of salt. It's not it's not the most accurate way of measuring things. But back to my point. So you stand on a scale. If you've just got regular scales, it's giving you that one figure, which doesn't break up all them areas. So loads of things. So you, you, you probably know this, but loads of things could be going on when you stand on that scale. And if you are dieting and you stand on that scale and sort of nothing's happened, it's the same or in a lot of cases, it might have gone up. That doesn't necessarily mean straight away that that's fat and that fat's gone up, which is a hard thing to understand. And it's what is where our mind first goes. Um, even myself when dieting, um, and I understand this quite well, straight away, my mind will go in that direction. Um, and I think that's just sort of the emotion we attach to it. And if we're doing everything we possibly can to to lose body fat and really stay on track and if you're tracking your calories or if you just really you've changed the way you're eating and then you stand on the scales and it and it has gone up or it hasn't gone down 
it's really disheartening and and that is the first place your mind goes to 100% so i completely understand if if that's if that's you but let's have a look at what could be happening then so there's loads of different reasons for fluctuations and from the start i'll say when you are trying to lose body fat um and you're using uh, body weight as your main indicator of um progress it's not going to go down in a straight line. Fat loss and weight loss never happens in a straight line. There's always going to be fluctuations across the way, uh, along the way, should I say. Um, so things that could be going on. So first of all, um, we're going to hold on to a lot of water. Now, our body's made, made up of around between 40 and maybe 65% water, um, probably somewhere in the middle of that. So you can imagine that the majority of that is coming from, the, the majority of that scale weight is, is, is water because we're made up of that. So you can then understand why it will fluctuate so much. Um, but some of the reasons are, so carb, if, you, if we think about carbs, again, carbs are not bad, but carb intake. So for every one gram of glycogen, which is our stored carbohydrate. So when we eat carbohydrates, we either use it for energy or we store it in the form of glycogen in our muscles or in the liver. So every one gram of carbohydrates, I'll use the word, um, we hold on to around three to four grams of water, which is quite a, a big amount. So and this is one reason why the keto diet gets um, a lot of publicity and because in, in the initial stages, it seems like you have a massive drop in weight because you've started to eliminate or really cut down carbohydrates. So you're going to get a lot rid of a lot of water, stored water um, early on in the keto diet. So it gets a really... Um, it's really popular for that reason because it looks like you're losing loads of fat straight away when it's not the case it's just water that's being lost um other things are if you're female so your menstrual cycle um you will uh, hold on to more water throughout your cycle uh, i'm not an expert in this so i'm not going to go down that route in this podcast um stress so if we're stressed and we um we have more of uh, the stress hormone, which is cortisol. We'll hold on to more water in them times. Um, some other things that we think of. So if you stand on the scale first thing in the morning, um, whatever your meal the night before you had could, uh, could then have a knock-on effect to what your scale weight is at that time. So there's loads of little things to think about. Um, and these are all just fluctuations in with water retention and as holding on to water. So that's a little bit about what could be going on. Now, let's talk a little bit about standing on the scales and sort of what that does in relation to sort of motivation when you are dieting. Because as I mentioned at the start, there's nothing more demotivating than standing on the scales after you've done a really good couple of weeks work and in dieting and nothing has happened or they've gone up slightly. Now, 
there's two ways to look at this. If you stand on that scale and it's gone down by a big amount, I'm guessing probably nine nine times out of ten or nine people out of ten people will take a lot of motivation from that and that'll be a big um a big win for them and they'll they'll continue on and 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 keep doing what they're doing whereas if you stand on it and it's not changed that can really have a massive effect on what you do going forwards it can make you feel like what's the point it can make you feel like giving up and I just really wanted to do this podcast really just to say that when you stand on them scales, you're not getting the full story and try not to use that as your only indicator of progress. Uh, I'm going to come up, come on to a few little things that you can do instead, but don't put all of your, I mean, this is easier said than done, but don't, don't think of the scale weight as the number one thing, the be all and end all of, of your sort of fat loss journey, if you like. So let's discuss the next bit. So we're going to talk about now, um, I wanted, what I wanted to talk about is when to weigh yourself. Now, there's no real right or wrong with when to weigh yourself. If you are using, because weight is an indicator of progress it's not the only one and it's not the most accurate but it still can be used um successfully as long as you don't get too uh, caught up on the actual number and the changes it's making so when to weigh yourself the best thing i can say here is just be consistent now i always say to people try and do it in the morning go to the toilet um when you've been sort of fasted overnight, you've you've been asleep. Um, obviously, unless you're a shift worker and you eat at night. But for the majority of the pe- people who've been to sleep at night, get up, go toilet, and then weigh yourself. That'll give you probably, again, apart from the fluctuations I've talked about with meal, stress, menstrual cycle, etc. That's probably going to give you the, the best sort of indicator of, of your current weight. Well, give you the only one because it is your current weight, but an accurate one. Now, if you have started um, trying to lose weight and you're currently dieting and you started right at the start and you weighed yourself in the evening, there's nothing wrong with that. Just continue what you're doing and um, stay accurate and stay consistent with the time you did it but for anyone that's just starting out that's what i'd advise do it first thing in the morning and um continue to do it roughly the same time each time you do weigh in now on this point the amount of time you should be weighing yourself for most people it needs to it needs to be less now there's people that will be there's people I know for a fact weigh themselves every day. There's people that weigh themselves every week. Um, there's probably people that weigh themselves multiple times a day. Now, if you, I'm talking to people that are looking to lose body fat, you need to try, again, easier said than done, but you need to try and stop 
weighing yourself as often as you are doing. It should be around... There's no definitive answer to this, but I would say between four and six weeks between weighing yourself. And that's going to be a massive shock to some people and they're straight away going to be like, I'm not doing that. I need to know what's going on. Um, But it does. And the reason why is because what we want to do and what we do with that as coaches, we want to try and eliminate... um, you seeing these fluctuations and it having negative effects on sort of what you're doing. You need to kind of just trust that you are uh, dieting to the best of your ability. So you have made the, the changes that you need based on the advice from who you're working with. If you're tracking calories, you're staying on your staying towards your target and just trust that over time that that is going to lead to fat loss. Now, if we are doing it every day, we are going to see crazy amounts of fluctuation. It's going to be 100 percent. You're going to weigh different in the morning than you are in the evening and probably again in the afternoon um, based on all the things we've already discussed. So it's not giving you a true sort of reading on, on, on what your actual weight is. And a starting point, so for anyone that is, I mean, anyone can do this. Now, it doesn't have to be people that haven't started dieting yet, but a good way to get a rough average of what you weigh is, and this is going to go um, against what I've just said, but let's say we get, let's say we're starting now. So if you weigh yourself every day for the next week, and then at the end of the week, two weeks is quite a good, a good number to do. Um, but if you want to, if you just want to get a number right away weigh yourself every day same time for a week and then divide that by seven and that'll give you your average um and then you've got your average weight then and then that is your starting point and if you're going to use a total daily energy expenditure calculator for counting calories use that as your your weight your body weight same if you're doing the two weeks weighing and then once you've done that, forget about your weight as much as you possibly can. Forget about your weight and let's look at some other things that we can measure your progress on because it's not all about what that number says on the scale. And what that number says on the scale doesn't reflect on um, the hard work you're putting in and all the effort that you're going to um, to sort of change your health and improve your health and improve your fitness. So other things that we can we can look at. So we've got things such as measurements and circumferences. So we can take hip, we can take waist, we can take thigh, we can take chest. Um, there's loads of circumference measurements that we can take um, that gives us, again, it gives us a figure to look at and to, to sort of work towards to get down. Again, 
there's going to be discrepancies with this. Um, more than likely, it's going to go down. But if you, for people that are already fairly lean, um, and you are doing a lot of resistance training, there's chances it's going to go up, which is a good thing because you obviously then putting on more lean muscle. Other things you can look at. So we've got clothes. Clothes is a really big indicator, and it's probably one of the first things people notice that when when trying to lose body fat. So they'll notice that a pair of pants is that used to be tight and normally a bit a little bit looser, or um, yeah, a t-shirt just isn't as tight as it used to be, um, or the the belt buckle they've gone down a, a another so they've gone up on a notch on the belt. Um, so yeah, so the, the clothes is a really good one to look at. Next one, um, if you think of things such as um, before and after pictures, so you've got that visual, um, yeah, you've got the visual image of, of, of yourself, just look yourself in the mirror and you will more than likely start to see a difference in your sort of body shape if you like. Now, more people, now it's more likely, sorry, other people will see the difference before you do. That always tends to be the case. We don't even notice it ourselves, but then someone will comment and say, oh, look, you look like you've lost weight. And that's another indicator of, of progress. And there, I would say, the ones that I've just named there, um, you can do body fat percentages, but I'm not going to talk about that because they're not they're not accurate. It's just another method to screw your head up, in my opinion. Um, so yes, they're probably the best best methods of um, of progress. So you've got circumferences, clothes fitting, you've got pictures and people's feedback to you. They are the main things that you will see from your progress. So I think I've covered everything I wanted to cover there. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. So just sort of to summarize everything. Um, so the scale, scale weight is just one method of checking your progress. Um, it's not giving you the full story and it shouldn't, shouldn't um, be the only thing that you rely on. And again, as easy, as easy as this sounds, it shouldn't be the thing that really sort of negatively affects you on a day-to-day -day basis. It's, there's so much more going on than body fat percentage when you step on that scale that use it as a method of progress, but don't let it sort of control your life and take over because there's so much more going on. If you're someone that gets down or disappointed by checking the scale weight, I would avoid using the scale altogether. Again, if you've done it for numerous years, it's going to be hard just to stop. It's like any other habit. Um, but the goal really should be to sort of move away from that in my opinion, and it should be looking at these alternatives that we've just discussed. Um, and so if, if the weight goes up, that 
doesn't necessarily mean it's body fat going up. And on the flip side of that, if the weight's going down, that doesn't necessarily mean body fat going down. So if you weigh 70 kilograms one day, there's a chance that day two, you weigh 68 kilograms. Now, you haven't lost two kilograms of body fat in a day. So it works both ways. So if it's going down, there's still a chance that that's not just purely body fat. Um, You might have had less carbohydrates that day. You might be less stressed. There's loads of different things that are going on. So it works both ways. Um, So I hope that this episode, I think it's quite an important one because a lot of people do just use scale weight and it's the easiest thing to use, isn't it? How easy is it just to step on a scale and look at a number rather than getting a tape measure out and measuring around? Um, So I I understand why people use it. Um, But as long as you know there's other methods there and don't put everything, put all your sort of... Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? I'm not sure. It's gone out of my head. But don't put all your sort of interest and everything into that one method of measuring your progress. Okay. And that is it. So if you enjoyed that podcast, please give me a rating on wherever you listen to it. If you listen to it on Spotify or Apple, wherever. Um, be so grateful if you give me a rating share it with your friends get more people listening um it's great to look at the stats and see people listening it makes me want to do more and hopefully i've not bored you to death as always um thank you for listening next episode we're going to do some more questions so if anyone has any questions whatsoever fitness nutrition habits lifestyle anything like that on improving your health then just drop me an email at mark at coachclegg.com and i'll be happy to answer it on the next podcast have a great day gym's open next week so any of the gym members that may listen come and say hello and um yeah normal life is coming back so which is good So I'll see you all in the next podcast next week and have a good weekend.